Hey everybody, this is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, uh, the, the leader of WrestleZone's very own podcast of all professional wrestling from AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, NXT, and many others. Uh, first things first, I want to apologize with the voice. Uh, if you must know, I've been sick for a little while now, started last night and so, but um, it's not going to stop me. You know, I don't know how people can say I should rest, but nah, I decided... To do it, I can still have it. I just got to put my mind into it, not to let the sickness get to my head. So, on this episode, we got a couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, first things first, uh, if you guys have been aware, for all those Kenny Omega fans out there, uh, it's been announced, not, <coughs> excuse me, not by Kenny Omega, but also by DDT Pro Wrestling, the Japanese promotion, that Kenny Omega will return to Japan to participate in Wrestle Peter Pan, which is taking place on June 7th at the Saitama uh, Super Arena in Saitama City, Japan. Now, um, some of you are asking, um, what's uh, why is this happening? Why is he not returning to New Japan? Well, there's been a lot of issues ever since then, if you all recall. Um, I know New Japan had plans for him. For 2019, before his contract expired, but it then go th- according to plan. If you must know, New Japan has everything planned out within a year in advance. That's how the whole thing goes. I'm gonna give you guys a little brief story that you guys don't know yet. Um, it was foretold that after Kenny Omega lost the IWGP Heavyweight Championship to Tanahashi back in Wrestle Kingdom in 2019. That it, he was supposed to regain it, but continue on as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. And originally, that's when the story of the double gold dash was going to take place. Um, they were supposed to go with that. With Kenny still as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, he was going to lose it to Naito. And apparently, the the, the plans kind of flip-flopped, as you call it. Um... It didn't go as well. Now, as you know, he cannot go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he can go to the DDT Pro Wrestling, a promotion that he was in prior before he was known as the cleaner or the best bout machine, DDT Pro Wrestling. And that's how he met uh, Michael Nakasawa and Kota Ibushi. Now, the event he was in, he signed up, is called uh, Peter Pan. Now, you ask yourself... um, What's so special about that event? Consider this as like their version of WrestleMania. Much like WWE has WrestleMania, New Japan has Wrestle Kingdom, um, many other promotions that have one of those big events that like their WrestleMania time. But Peter Pan is one of those promotions, one of, well, uh, promotional events that they have. So it's going to take place for the first time ever in in Saitama City, Japan. Normally they do this in Tokyo, but now they're going to go with a much bigger location. And the last time Kenny was in Japan was last year for Ultimate Party alongside Ryo, at the time it was the women's champion, at a mixed tag team match against Antonio Honda and Mio Yamashita. Um, But yeah, so that was the last time he was in there, about a year, almost a year ago. But, yeah, so I'm very happy. And you can ask yourself, how can we watch this match? Well, 
much like New Japan, like NJPW World Live on Demand, they do have the DDT Universe where you can subscribe. I don't know how much it is in yen. Um, I know that in uh, NJPW World, it's more like ten ten dollars a month, nine ninety nine a dollar, uh, nine ninety nine dollars a month. I don't know how much that is in yen, but yeah. So if you're planning to watch it, subscribe to DDT Universe. Um, see if you can have a translator or something set up, and you'll be on your way. Now, uh, this was unusual that I saw on the NJPW World. They actually added an All Japan Pro Wrestling match. Now, the reason this happened was because, if you've been aware or not, one of their veterans, Na- uh, Manabu Nakanishi, is retiring, and he was having like a tour of his final matches. <coughs> and one of his final matches was in All Japan Pro Wrestling. This took place in February 11th in Tokyo in Korokan Hall. Now, I will do a segment later on in either both on this podcast and the YouTube channel about All Japan Pro Wrestling. So, I'll explain to you more about the, the promotion. Now, he was already set up in the eight-man tag team match. Uh, Nakanishi teamed up with the president, Jun Akiyama, very well-known throughout the Japanese world. Uh, he teamed up with also Osamu uh, Ni- uh, Nishimaru. And you, Taka Yoshi against Yoshitatsu, if you remember from WWE, uh, Roji Sai, and you know this individual, Tajiri, and then Tamura. So, this was a great match to show a different style. You see, All Japan Pro Wrestling is one of the uh, second oldest promotions alongside New Japan. But yeah, uh, it was a good match, some good showcase. Even though people would say, but this is not New Japan. You may be right. But Nakanishi is well respected throughout the Japanese world. And that's the reason he made this appearance with All Japan Pro Wrestling. From what I understand, from what um, the broadcast team in New Japan ta- uh, put out, Nakanishi makes one appearance a year in All Japan Pro Wrestling. And this was his way of ending his uh, career with All Japan Pro Wrestling. It was a good match. I'm not going to lie. Basically, it ended with um, Nakanishi making the pinfall, winning for his team. And, of course, it was a sad moment. But I will talk about Nakanishi's retirement event on on the YouTube channel later on tomorrow. If it's not um, uploaded tomorrow, then I'll upload it tomorrow morning or so. I don't know. But we'll see how that goes. Now, the next match I want to talk about is Ref Pro High Stakes that took place on Valentine's Day in your call, London, UK. The match was for the Ref Pro Undisputed British Heavyweight Championship between the former, not before, Zach Zaber Jr., and now the new champion, Will Ospreay. This match was so brutal. I was like, wow. Every move that Osprey makes... Somehow, Zack Sabre Jr. either counter it or somehow he slips through out of it. I don't know how. Now, this was a title that Will Ospreay mentioned a couple of times that has eluded him for almost seven years. If you guys n- know this or not, Will Ospreay was in Ref Pro 
prior before going to New Japan. That's how he ended up. Now, he was in a match with his best friend, Kaguchika Okada, and that's how he, f- he f- discovered him. He, was in, he did some excursion down in Ref Pro, and he brought him with him. And for years, Will Ospreay has been trying to get that title. But luckily, he was training harder than he ever was. And there was some great moves between those two. I'm, I'm like, was impressed. Now, he did have a match with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. in New Begins in Sapporo, but he came up short. But in this match, he actually won the title. Now, uh, before I get furthermore, what's going to happen with Will Ospreay? As the new uh, undisputed British heavyweight, post-match, he was talking about how he remembered when he was a kid. How he told his teachers he wants to be a pro wrestler. And, of course, they told his parents and they said he will never make it. But, obviously, he was wrong. But not only he was celebrating as the new champion... He brought in at the uh, the new champions that were exchanged titles. Uh, Giselle Shaw, who is now the British women's champion. And, of course, Michael Oku, the new British um, cruiserweight champion. He beat uh, El Fantasmo to four. <coughs> and he sees these potentials. Uh, Will Ospreay talked about how he and... Shaw and Oku are now the backbone of British wrestling because people are saying that British wrestling is dead, but not if Will Ospreay has something to do with it. I, I was, I love this talk because if you know that some wrestling promotions are dying out because of the sudden um, appearances of NXT UK, but Will Ospreay is not going to let that happen. Now, moving on to this thing about Will Ospreay, I want to mention out. Ever since he now became the British heavyweight champion, New Japan has now finally made the decision to move him up the weight class and put him now competing in heavyweight matches. So that means we will see Will Ospreay compete in heavyweight matches in New Japan. So most likely we can see him in um, in the New Japan Cup. But we'll just got to wait and see where they go from there. Now, the latest AEW... Uh, match they have took place on 25th of February. The first match we had was Jimmy Havoc versus Marco Stunt. Now, this was an unusual match because you got this guy who is all hardcore who can in- inflict pain on you. Mess with the guy who's, sh- uh, who's small, but with a big heart. Now, during the match, I something unusual happened. There was Luther and Mel, formerly of the Nightmare Collective, and it's still unclear what was going on. I'm I'm like I'm thinking right now in the back of my head, are they trying to form an alliance with Jimmy Havoc? Because from what I understand about Luther, he was well known in Japan in death matches. I don't know if he was part in that uh, promotion of uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, but we'll just wait and see. But sadly, Jimmy Havoc took the victory on this one. Now, the next match was a tag team match between the Dark Order, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson versus Stronghearts, Shima, and T-Hawk. Now, in the, in the Battle Royale a week ago, um, Shima was given a mask of the um, Dark Order where he was invited to join the Dark Order, but um, he turned it down, and of course, you know how Dark Order is. 
So it's still unclear what they were trying to do. This was more payback that he because Shima turned down the offer. You know, they're still trying to recruit everyone, but also trying to eliminate the elite. It's still unclear what other intentions are. But the match ended with Dark Order winning, as always, you know. Um, just got to wait and see more what's going to happen. Give me a minute. Mm-mm-mm. Now, next match was a false count anywhere between Kip Sabian and Joey Janela. Now, this match, it started out with Kip Sabian coming out with Penelope Ford as always. But Joey Janela gave Kip Sabian the low blow. The same kind of similar matter that Penelope Ford did to Joey Janela while he was being interviewed. It was more payback for what Joey Janela did. Got uh, uh, th- he felt he deserved, but no, it was crazy. You don't, you didn't see this at all in televised thing, you know. But interesting enough, Penelope Ford was involved in the match, like trying to counter every move that Joey Janela was trying to do to ensure he wins. Uh, try to take him out, all this and that. I'm like, wow. I'm like thinking we don't see this on TV that often because. I know some people don't want that, but you can see this on Dark. That's how it is. Um, uh, there were some good moments. Like, uh, for example, there was a moment where Penelope Ford jumped off the ramp and and landed on Joey Janela. And some guy gave Joey Janela a prosthetic leg, and he used it to whack Kip Sammy while he was sitting on a chair. Crazy. You know, you don't see that often anywhere. Not even on WWE like that. But the final thing before um, it ended. um, They pulled out some chairs. Thinking this is the only way to take out Joey Janela. Both Sabian and Ford. But uh, Ford got caught by Joey Janela. And he tossed it to Kip Sabian. and And kind of took both of them out in a way. But while Kip Sabian was trying to get up. He uh... Joey Janela grabbed a kendo stick and whacked him so hard right in the head. It was like, lights out. But yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And resulted the winner, uh, Joey Janela. And I'm not sure if they're going to continue on with the feud. But we just got to wait and see what happens. Now for the main event for AW Dark. We had a tag team match between Sean Spears alongside Tilly Blanchard. And... Peter Avalon alongside Leva Bates versus the natural Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall alongside their secret weapon, Brandy Rhodes. Yes, Brandy Rhodes. It showed up on the side of her brother-in-law and QT Marshall. Basically, QT is an honorary member of the Nightmare family, but Dustin, he is part of the Nightmare family. There were some great, interesting moments that I saw where Sean Spears didn't like how Peter was trying to tag him in a way like tag him through the hand, not tap him on the shoulder, which he did not like. But there were moments that uh, Sean did not like that. Then all of a sudden he walked away. Leva Bates was trying to stop Dustin from giving him the, the shattered dreams, but it didn't go that way. But of course, she got speared by Brandy Rhodes. Unbelievable match. I just enjoyed it. And resulted of 
Brandy um, helping Dusty and QT Marshall pick up the win. Now, the biggest surprise that happened with AEW, Lance Archer is now All Elite. Yes, folks. Lance Archer of New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is some great news, I have to say. Now, I was just watching last night um, Destination Pro Wrestling, another news media outlet on YouTube. They need guys like Lance Archer. They need bigger guys for the heavyweight division because that's something that AEW has been lacking. Originally, they tried to get Killer Cross, but now he got signed with um, WWE. But Lance Archer is the right guy. Um, We all know him from the promotions like TNA. He has been with WWE before, but he didn't go anywhere with it. Uh, but there was talk about they want uh, that maybe there's a chance they could bring Killer Elite Squad because I was I was aware and many fans are aware of this that Davy Boy Smith Jr. is an AEW fan, but he doesn't like the colors. Don't ask me why. But I have to say I think for now they should concentrate on Last Archer as a single competitor. Like what can he bring into the table? For AEW. And that's something I feel like strongly they need to do. Build him up more as a single competitor. Now if they're planning to bring the Killer Elite Squad. I'm okay with it. But concentrate mostly on Lance Archer as a single competitor. Because we never got to see that with Lance in New Japan that often. Until he was pushed. When he won the IWGP United States Championship. In a match that was last minute book because John Moxley wasn't there, unable to attend because of the typhoon and he won that title and he lost it to Moxley. Now, if they're planning to continue more with that, I, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm really cool. But like I said, concentrate on making Lance Archer a bigger name and worry about that later. Now the final thing I want to talk about is uh recently I talked about AW and Wrestle, uh, WrestleCon. Um, recently, there have been pulled some some of their talent from AEW away from Wrestle. Nothing personal, but mostly um, there's two things that were coming across saying there were that there was no representation for WrestleCon, co- a conflict schedule, that type of thing. But um, Originally, uh, Darby Allen was scheduled to face Sammy Guevara in a WrestleCon event, but it was pulled out. According to Joy Janela, that he he spoke to Wrestle Incorporated, saying that Allen was specifically requested in Philadelphia Comic Con. Now, this is nothing personal with AEW towards Wrestle. They just don't have no representation. Um... But they are allowing their guys for AEW to wrestle for GCW since they have a good close tie to them. Joey Janela, for example, was is one of them. He's still tight with the guys from GCW. But I hope in the future we can see AEW and WrestleCon work together. Now, keep this in mind. According to what they're saying, AEW doesn't want to piggyback on WWE's night. You see... The problem is, WrestleMania is their WWE's time, not AEW. Now, the problem is they cannot 
be spreading AEW brand all over that week. And I understand that because you're you're talking about a promotion that is a juggernaut that's been around for who knows how long. But they cannot represent that. And AEW doesn't want to do that. They don't want to be at fault at this. And I, I respect that out of them. But I'm sure they can work something out with WrestleCon in the future come. And I hope I get to see them next year for since we now know that WrestleMania is going to be at the SoFi Stadium in L.A. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. So that is it for now, what I got. I hope you guys enjoyed what I talked about today. So I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!